right, so this is our first episode, first entry for the One Love Picking, I guess, podcast. Really, it's just kind of a reflection over what we're doing. We are brand new sellers, resellers. Um, I just wanted to document everything we're doing for ourselves. And I mean, for anyone who's listening, who wants to learn or who already might know stuff, you can laugh at me at my mistakes or you can learn as I learn because I don't know much about this. Um, I started looking into it not too, probably like six months ago, looking into it seriously, actually considering it. Um, Before that, we were starting to run an Etsy business, but we were intimidated with shipping and everything. So when I saw this, it was a little bit easier than actually making and producing a lot of stuff and a little less cost since you can start selling the items you have in your house which is what we did. We started, uh, we looked around the house. I cleaned out a bunch of crap and we found a good size pile of stuff to sell. And here we are week one. And we've sold about four items on Mercari. Um, eBay has, well, I mean, eBay has one sale, but I think it's a scammer or or something that they're not going to pay. I'm pretty sure it's the third day on some cloth diapers we had from our baby that I was trying to resell. Um, they uh, they offered listing price with no shipping, so I'm, I kind of felt like maybe they just didn't want to pay shipping, and I was cool with that. But um, after doing some research and looking some stuff up, it seems like this is pretty common for new sellers. I've had three or four offers similar where they ask for the offer price, and uh, they ask for the offer price, and um, it's just they're not going to pay it. It's just something, I guess, to clickbait or something. I don't know. I don't know what's the purpose of it. But if you're new to this, like I am, look out for that. Always kind of keep an eye on the offers. If they're too good to be true or if they kind of match it, I'm guessing nine times out of ten, they're not going to be really good. Although on Mercari, I sold Nintendogs for DS. I had it listed for $10 plus shipping. And I got offered eight and I sold it right away. I mean, $2, I'm not going to argue that. And that wasn't was legit. I had sent it out the same day and It should be getting there by the end of the week. Um, Some other sales that we had for our first four sales was a pair of Beats, Power Beats headphones without the charging case. I actually found those at work. I couldn't find the owner to them, so I went ahead and accidentally walked off with them because I had nowhere else to put them. And uh, I kind of felt like they'd be broken because like, I, I just found them and you would think someone would want something like this expensive, but... Uh, I listed them on as broken, as poor quality, hoping someone who knew more would resell them for actually fix them and resell them. And uh, I got an offer pretty quickly. And by the end of the day, someone uh, asked if they were broken, they could send them back. And being new, I was like, yeah, of course, why not? I should have made an all sales final thing. Although I don't mind if something's broken and I know I'll refund you. But if it's something where I can't really check, and you want to take a risk on a low price, then I feel like that's kind of on you. Don't buy it if you don't want to take the risk. I sold them for $27 plus shipping because if someone were to fix them and resell them, I mean, they're going to make a pretty penny off that. Those go for easily $60 to $100 from what I was seeing. So I hope he likes them. If he's not keeping them, I hope he makes some money off them. Uh, the second item we sold was a KitchenAid pasta machine, pasta press which was a wedding gift, which has been sitting around. I mean, we used it once, I think, a long time ago. It's been sitting around since, like, five years ago. And uh, I knew I wasn't going to use it again. Maybe, I mean, if we ever got a house at some, I don't know, maybe in years' time I'd use it again. But I've made pasta by hand so many times over the years, I I don't think I'm going to pull all that out. 
Anyway, I sold that for $95 plus shipping. Um, a nice little profit. Probably the biggest one, easily the biggest one we've made so far. Uh, and then third, we sold the Crocs. I had a brand new pair of Crocs sitting. I'm not big on wearing them. I used to use the non-slips for when I was a chef and worked in kitchens, which were awesome. Because water doesn't get too much in them. They're non-slip and they're super comfortable. If you've worked on your feet for eight hours plus, you know you need a good pair of shoes that support your feet, that support your body. And those Crocs were amazing. Regular Crocs, though, not my style, not my thing. So I sold those brand new, no tags, no box for 20 bucks. Um, well, I had them listed for like 25, got an offer for 20. Uh, sold them like within 20 minutes. I accepted the offer. I wasn't going to fight 25 bucks. I was ready to make that sale. Um, so I shipped those out. I got good reviews off all three of those sales. Uh, I sold 10 dogs on DS Monday morning, which is going to get there by the end of the week. So I don't know whether or not the uh, everything went well with that shipping process and everything but it was nice to have a forced sale to start the week off and um that went i listed it for ten dollars plus shipping and i got an offer for eight so i just went ahead and sold that uh, so four sales in one week i think that's not bad um obviously once we start listing more maybe we'll get more sales but i think for a first time thing that, that was really exciting um, with that, we began sourcing, uh, we went to a garage or we went to probably six or seven garage sales this between Saturday, just Saturday and half of them were shit really like not very good stuff. I mean, the first couple I went to were nice cause it was just like a small family garage sale, picked up some good stuff, some cheap stuff. The first one they had a lot of baby stuff. My wife and I just had a baby, so I picked up some baby books, like some, ba uh, they call them board books. Uh, probably not worth much if we're going to resell them, but I know my daughter loves them, so I bought them for like 25 cents a piece. I probably got like five or six for a dollar. Uh, I got her a little rattle, a little talking toy, all that for like two or three bucks in total, so that was nice. And then the next sale I went to was kind of just like a couple of ladies got together to throw in all their stuff uh, a lot of older women's stuff a lot of it a little too used and I don't know much about brands to make those decisions yet <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable jumping in but I did get an acne juicer a citrus juicer I think it's vintage I'm not sure it's pretty old looking though I think it's from the 90s uh, I bought it for two bucks and I saw them sold for about 35 dollars on top of like paying shipping, they like the buyer pays about shipping 25 bucks. I think I can get shipping for a little less than that though. Um, so I think that's going to make us a little bit of money. I don't think it's going to be like a crazy flip, but to start, it's a very encouraging feeling to make 20, 30 bucks off something you bought $2 off. So that'll be nice. Uh, I already got that listed. It's gotten quite a few views. I cross posted it onto Mercari and eBay. Um, which some people have, I've heard mixed feelings about cross listing. I, I've heard master one thing and then move on. I've heard cross list from the beginning. Um, one weekend I'm thinking I, I like cross listing. I think you get more eyes on your product. It is a lot more work, especially if you're, you've never done it. eBay is very intimidating with their listing. A lot of information needs to be put in, uh, putting in your shipping information was definitely, uh, something new, something that was hard to do at first, but starting to get the hang of it now that i've shipped a couple things 
Uh, that was kind of the biggest thing I wanted out of this week was to ship a couple items and get a feel for how that process works. And I think that goal was reached. Shipping four things, I got a diff- very different items too, different sizes. So I got to use a poly mailer. I got to use some boxes, different shipping, different wrapping techniques and stuff. So uh, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with shipping. Um, sourcing so other garage sales i went to a couple others that had a lot of nice things um one he had like this commercial uh, quite a few commercial kitchen items like a smoothie maker uh, a few coffee pots that were like commercial grade pretty good quality stuff but um he had actual ebay listings printed not even like sold items just straight up what people wanted um i mean he could have found the highest price and just printed that out or the lowest i don't know but $200 $200 for a used commercial smoothie machine thing seemed very excessive at a garage sale. If you're going to try to sell that, I mean, personally, I think you should just do it yourself on eBay. I mean, try even Facebook Marketplace. I don't know, but a garage sale is nowhere to be selling something for $200. Um, that guy was also kind of racist. He started talking about all this weird... I'm not going to get into it, but I, I got a bad vibe there, so I tried to walk away from that situation right away. Uh, another one I went to that had some good things was there was one that had a lot of Kiss and Pink Floyd memorabilia, a lot of old records and cassettes and really nice stuff. Uh, but they wanted fifty, a hundred dollars for a lot of it, and it was just ridiculously. I understand they know what they have, but like I said, go to the right market. You're not really gonna get that out of garage sale. So um, they also had a lot of plushies. Uh, they had a lot, quite a few Simpsons plushies. Uh, but they wanted $10, which is pretty much what they were going for online, 10, 15 bucks. Um, even their normal, like non just generic plushies were $5, which was ridiculous. I mean, you could play a claw machine and win something by the time you spend five bucks on it. Um, so needless to say, I didn't buy anything there. I kind of walked out right after that. I was not going to sift through stuff that I'm not going to be able to pay for making money off of. Um, Another garage shop I went to had some more baby items. Uh, there, I really only got a silver-plated water pitcher, a vintage uh, water pitcher from the 80s. It's a beautiful water pitcher. My wife wanted to keep it right away. But they're going for about $25 online, and I got it for like 4 So I think to start, that's a pretty good flip. I mean, 20 bucks, or 15 if you count fees and everything. I haven't done free shipping. Like I said, I want to learn shipping really well before I start offering free shipping so I can know a better idea of how to factor in the cost of shipping into the price and still have a competitive angle to other listings. So that'll be something I'll work towards. But I am offering uh, returns. I don't think I've put them up free yet because I kind of still want to learn everything before I just jump into offering free services. But pretty soon I'm hoping to change that. Whether it's free shipping or free returns, it's going to be one or the other, not both. We'll see whatever's better. I've seen a lot of success with both. I kind of lean towards the free returns because if someone doesn't want something and they're more than happy to return it, I'd rather them pay shipping when they first buy it because the odds of the returns are a little lower than the actual purchase of the item. But I guess we'll find out. Um, What else? Went to another sale. Didn't have much. They had a big lot of baseball cards. Probably about 1,500 baseball and football cards. Almost all of them vintage uh, from the 80s and 90s. 
pretty good condition. I don't know much about cards, so right right off the bat, I'm taking a risk uh, getting into that. I did buy them. There was about 1,500 cards I spent. He wanted 40, but I was like, man, no way. Uh, so I got 20 for him. I'm hoping to sell. So there's like 590 cards, 800 of this card, and 600 of this. So I'm thinking if I could sell them for 15, 20 bucks each, at least I'll make my money back. And uh, probably not do that again. I'm not too big into sports cards. So that was just something, I don't know, a risk that I got into unintentionally and have learned I probably won't want to get back into that. Now, I've always liked Pokemon. I feel more comfortable with Pokemon cards because I, I collected them growing up. But I never really cared for sports cards. So even Pokemon cards would be a bit of a risk. They'd have to be a really good price. Um, but it's not something I really just want to jump into all the time. It have, Like I said, it'd have to be a really good price and have to actually spot something that might make a little money. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully we can make them. The one thing about the cards, though, there were some vintage 1980s double bubble uh, team stickers, which was really cool. I, I see them selling for five bucks a piece and the whole collection quite a bit more. Uh, so I cleaned those up, uh, have those listed for ten dollars, uh, which I feel like is a pretty good price. I mean, they're 1980s near mint. I mean, they're really nice stickers. So hopefully, all in all, we can make 50, 60 bucks off that. Uh, it'll probably ease the, the cost of purchasing those. Other than that, there wasn't much really at a good price to buy. And shoes and clothes, I didn't see much. And the ones I did were a bit too worn. I do want to learn a little more about shoes and clothes before I just jump into buying a lot. Because with that, I did go to thrift stores this week so far i've gone two days to thrift stores uh goodwill i've probably been to the same goodwill two times now and it's one further up from the house in a very nice neighborhood i think it's a brand new goodwill they have a lot of good stuff especially compared to the goodwill near our house um but very high prices i mean i i gotta check out maybe if they have sale days or something but a lot of their prices were pretty pricey. Sorry about the beats. I'm, I reversed. I'm actually finishing up work. And, uh, so, yeah. Um, but I found some pretty good stuff. I found an M&M World M&M dispenser. Like, it was a pretty good size. Pretty cool looking. Uh, for $2, I think I could flip that. I saw them going online for 35 So, that would be a nice little flip. Um, I got a Walt Disney World parks mug like a, a refillable mug container thing uh, i got it for a dollar i see them flipping for 10 15 it depends how many of them you have and since we only have the one but it's just something to throw into the store uh, i think inventory sourcing is probably going to be a learning process and the more we could list the more sales we'll get so i do want to try a variety of items and I feel pretty confident that Disney stuff probably sells pretty well. Uh, with that today, I just actually came out from the thrift store not too long ago, and I saw some decent stuff. A lot of name brands that I'm not too familiar with that probably could flip, but like I said, I want to learn a little more, more about quality of clothing, actual process of that. So I'm listening to a couple of podcasts, which I'll link if I ever do get to it. Um, 
where they actually flip on Poshmark and they'll discuss like, how they do it, what they do, what they look out for. So it's it's really interesting. There's quite a few podcasts now, quite a few people sharing this information. Um, I'm not trying to be one of them. I'm just trying to document my journey. But if you are listening and can't take anything away uh, or learn as I go as well, because I'm brand new. So if you're new listening to this, uh, feel free to learn with me. Um, and if you are not new to this, feel free to laugh with mistakes or feel free to reach out with some advice because I would love to learn from people who already do the craft. Um, but yeah, so I got a, a Disney parts, a Disney kids, uh, Dumbo plushie, which seems to be selling pretty well online. I saw like three or four of them selling. I got it for a dollar or a dollar fifty. And I think I saw like four or five of them selling for anywhere from 15 to 25 dollars which is surprising i didn't think people paid so much for plushies um shit even if i sell it for 10 like i said i'm just trying to dip my finger put some stuff into the inventory get a feel for sourcing see how it works um yeah and i got this um lot of shoes uh, not too too many, but certain brands. Stacy Adams I saw was a pretty good brand. Uh, a couple scuff much though, and I didn't feel too comfortable repairing leather or anything. I don't know how all that works. I feel like you gotta find some pretty good quality stuff to actually sell. But I found a. Let me look at the brand real quick. I found this kid's jacket that actually grows with the child, which is super cool. Uh, I found it for 10 bucks, and I believe I saw it flipping, like, I saw some for $40 online, and it's, I mean, it's pretty much new, uh, kids don't really destroy stuff they don't wear too often, the brand is Obermeyer, it's an iGrow jacket, a kid's jacket, and it's really, it's beautiful, it's nice, if it doesn't sell, I'll keep it for my daughter, um, but hopefully we can sell that, and the last thing I got was this nice little tea coffee uh, pot. It's an antique, uh, vintage. Uh, I bought it for $1.99. No, I bought that one for $3. A bit pricey, I bought, but, uh, like I said, just testing the waters. Um, saw those going for anywhere from 15 to $25. So, uh, I'd be happy with, I mean, as long as we make some kind of profit, I don't really care. Uh, ideally, of course, I'd want to make more money in the future, but right now I'm just learning the source, learning how to do this stuff, so I'm not looking to make those $100 flips like all these podcasters talk about or you see online. Um, it'd be kind of ridiculous if I just jumped in and started doing it, right? Everybody would be on there. Um, sorry if you can hear the noise. I'm running some water right now. Um, what else? Well, that's about it. That was all the sourcing we've done so far. Just getting a feel for What's in the area? Uh, there's a 99 cent Monday thrift store. So one of these Mondays when I'm actually not busy. See if we can get in there. Probably not because I always work Monday mornings. Um, but yeah, I think right now it's just going to be a learning game, learning the story. God, that is loud. Um, figuring out how to source and where to find quality items seems to be one of the harder things right now for me um listing on ebay is pretty tough mercari is actually super easy so i'm starting listing on mercari and then i transfer to ebay um 
but yeah, so far so good. It's been fun. We're hoping to make some side money. The goal of this, of the podcast, of the hustle, um, we started one of picking mainly to make uh, a side hustle and to make some extra money. We had a baby, so money's tight. Uh, my wife and I run a pet grooming business, a mobile pet grooming business, so it's just us two. And with her on maternity leave, uh, it's been tough. It's been a lot of work, but um, you would think that owning a business, you'd get rich or something, but no, no, money, money's pretty tight, you know, this isn't really a money maker, it's more something you do because you love, and not that I don't love it, but now that I have a girl, a little girl, uh, I gotta make sure I make some income to be able to supplement the extra expenses, because before, I mean, we were pretty comfortable, I mean, I wouldn't say we are making a lot of money, but we lived comfortably, and now with our girl, um, our expenses have gone up quite a bit, and uh, yeah, kids can get pricey all up. Medical bills and her future, schooling, and this and that. I want to be able to provide for them, so I'm hoping that this little side hustle will help pay off the car we got, pay off, hopefully get us a house, get her into a good school, and just be able to afford the things we enjoy for, and she'll enjoy as she gets older, and not have to make excuses and not have to not afford things nice things not even like luxury things just things that are like necessities just commodities things that i know you know you like to get you like playing games you like reading books you those things cost money and um having a kid kids like a lot of things so <laughs> i'm expecting to have to spend a lot more money than we did when we were first my wife and i were first together for the years we were before her so uh, side money never hurts. So yeah, we're one of picking. We're on Mercari. We're on eBay. We're on Instagram. We're gonna start TikTok. We're we're hitting the ground running, and um, we're hoping to get back into Etsy. We kind of started but didn't do much, and we're gonna keep the name One Love Picking through there too. And what we threw through there is gonna be a little bit of reselling, like maybe some decor items and stuff, but a lot more of our making. Um. We do a lot of macrame and woodwork and stuff, and people love that. So we're hoping to be able to sell some things through there. So if you want to check us out, head over to One Love Picking on any of the social media platforms, uh, eBay, Mercari, Etsy. Uh, check us out. Give us some comments, some feedback. Let us know what you think. If we're excited to learn from you all. I'm excited for y'all to learn from me. Mostly from my mistakes, not my knowledge, because I'm not too knowledgeable in this yet. But I have been listening to stuff and picking stuff up on the way. So hopefully I could share some of this knowledge that has been spread around for free by other uh, reselling community people. And uh, I, I, like, I like sharing the knowledge. I don't think people should charge to share something that really there's space for everybody to do. I mean, of course, I'm sure... As more people pick up on this, there's already a ton of resellers, but online marketplace is really going to be the future. I mean, everybody's, after this pandemic, you already know, everybody's buying online. Even people who weren't before are starting to buy online. So this is only going to get bigger. Whether or not you make your own stuff, you source stuff, you resell stuff, you sell your family, friends stuff, it doesn't matter. There, there's always something to learn and there's always money to make. So if there's a any information that could be shared, I'm more than happy to provide it. 
And if there's any information you'd like to share, feel free to let me know and I'll try to include it into my journal podcast entries. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, thank you for listening. If anyone listens, peace. Thank you.